to take my staple out. Huh. Ain't nobody got time for staples. Hey, nobody got no time for staples. No. Why did I even staple this? You know what you got time for? What? History Told by Idiots podcast. Our episode God. 9. Our God. <laughs> <laughs> Is it 9? Oh, no. <laughs> it is non, isn't it? It's non. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Episode died. Yeah. So yeah. Welcome to history told by idiots with mouthful of donut. with mouthful of donut. <laughs> I'm eating a donut. <laughs> Red velvet donut. I made a pit stop on the way here from work. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Stuff. Stuff. Boo. Stuff that rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff that rhymes. <laughs> well, that could be many things. What? Josh is over here rocking a pair of sunglasses like a real cool dude. They're, Kylo Ren sunglasses. They're Kylo Ren sunglasses. Oh, they really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they are. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> a gift for my mommy-in-law. Yeah. Those are super cool. I just, like, I don't wear my sunglasses. I just wear my Kylo Ren helmet. <laughs> <laughs> You should see my picture um, on the back of the newsletter this month for the library because they interview us and want to know what we're reading and they put a picture uh-huh. and uh, the one of me is uh, me in a stormtrooper helmet. <laughs> yeah, that sums you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about our favorite nursery rhymes. Are we going to call them nursery rhymes? Well, yeah, we're just talking about sure. nursery rhymes in general. Yeah. I guess. Right. Because they're creepy as heck. Yeah. We've done some exploring into our favorite, well, I shouldn't say favorite nursery rhymes, because I don't have a favorite nursery rhyme. I don't either. But I really don't either, but I've heard a lot of these. We've heard a lot of these. My grandma used to read us nursery rhymes all the time. Kind of yeah. wonder if that's what made me uh, such a warped individual. <laughs> kind of. There's a well, lot of stuff you... that made me a warped individual. <laughs> <laughs> the internet being one of those things. Yeah. The dank well, web, man. <laughs> when you hear the origins of some of these, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's wild. Nothing's ever just a, just a simple kid's rhyme. It's not. It's not. And you grew up all your life singing these at school and being taught these and some of these in children's church at Sunday school. <laughs> but you, do you know where they come from? But do you know? Well, that's what History Told by Idiots is for. <laughs> I mean, you could go to the internet and look it up. But but why take the time to do that when we have already why done do it for it, you? Why do that when you can listen to our beautiful voices? That's yes. right. And support us on episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we've progressed. We've evolved. Over the past nine episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before we get into it, I just have to say a big thank you to everybody that listens and supports this podcast because we recently hit over 100 likes on Facebook. Ooh. And as of the recording of this, we have 503 listens total. That's crazy. Crazy. Blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're the best thing come out of Appalachia since Cole. I, maybe not. But Probably. 
<laughs> so to you. That's un- uh, unfortunately that's not saying much. <laughs> so to you, yeah, you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go first? Nobody, sp- <laughs> nobody speak all at once. No mas. <laughs> no mas. <laughs> yeah, here's one that I'd doing research have come across and I've never heard of it but maybe you have uh, it's, it's entitled Ladybug Ladybug Fly Away I've heard that one I've not heard that one Ladybug Ladybug Fly Away Home that one yep your house is on fire and your children are gone I'll accept one that's a, that's little Anne for she crept under the frying pan that's pretty freaky oh yeah uh, the only line I knew from that was Ladybug Ladybug Fly Away Home yeah Lady not Lady Bird. Lady Bird. Sorry, Lady, Lady Bird. Bird. It'd help if I could read yeah. straight. Okay. Lady Bird, is, Lady Bird is a derivative of a Catholic term for Our Lady and was believed to be used as a warning to Catholics who refused to attend Protestant services as required by the Act of Uniformity, 1559. The law disallowed priests to both say Mass and attend it. Therefore, Mass was, was held in secret in open fields. If hmm. caught, priests were subject to either being burnt at the stake or hung, drawn, and quartered. Have you ever heard the nursery rhyme, Goosey Goosey Gander? No, that was another because one. Because that never... was a new one on I, me. I think I've, I've, I know of it vaguely. Well, it says, Goosey Goosey Gander, whither dost thou wander, upstairs and downstairs and in my lady's chamber? There I met an old man who wouldn't say his prayers, so I took him by the left leg and threw him down the stairs. Is this another, <laughs> is this another church thing? <laughs> it's actually a tale of religious persecution. Yep. Yay. There we go again. Religious the persecution. Catholic priests would hide themselves in order to say their Latin-based prayers, which was pretty much just... A bad thing at the time. Uh, you couldn't even say them in the privacy of your own home. Oh. So, in the original version, the narrator comes upon an old man who wouldn't say his prayers, so I took him by the left leg and threw him down the stairs. Also, there could be a different meaning for it, too, because the word goose meant prostitute. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the <laughs> mm-hmm. phrase... To be bitten by a goose meant to contact a venereal disease from the working girls. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Got some Game of Thrones stuff going on there. We do have Game of Thrones. Here here was one we was discussing before the podcast started. And another one that I've never heard of, the Oranges and Lemons, the one that I read there before. And bear with me because it's a few phrases long. A few, a few structures long. It's uh, oranges and lemons, says the bells of St. Clement. You owe me five farthings, says the bells of St. Martin's. When will you pay me, says the bells of Old Bailey. When I grow rich, says the bells of Old Strawdrich. When will that be, says the bells of Old Stephanie. I do not know, says the great bells of Bow. Here comes a candle to light your head. Here comes a chopper to chop off your head. Chip, chop, chip, chop. The last man's dead. Then basically what this uh, lovely... Ryan was saying was is that in the days of old or whatever in antiquity whenever they was going to execute somebody by beheading them they beheaded them at uh, in the evening when the bells tolled and uh, the chip chop chip chop obviously was referring to the guillotine guillotine 
Yeah. The choppy choppy. The choppy choppy the coming choppy, down. Choppy. Yeah. Uh, executions commence when the bells are started chiming. What a lovely rhyme to teach your children. Sorry, specifically the executions at Newgate Prison, which uh, began at uh, when the bells began to toll. Where's Newgate Prison? I'm not familiar with this uh, one. I think it's in France, but I will look it up. We're doing technological stuff with yeah. our phones. Newgate Prison was a prison in London at the corner of Newgate Street and Old Bailey, just oh. inside the city of London. Okay. It was originally located at the side of Newgate, a gate in the Roman London Wall. I gotcha. You want to tell us about London Bridge? No. no. <laughs> London Bridge is falling down. <laughs> falling sure. Down. So, depending on who's asked, uh, who you ask about uh, London Bridge is falling down, could be about uh, a Viking attack in 1014, a uh, child sacrifice, or the normal deterioration of an old bridge. But the most popular theory seems to be the first one. Uh, more specifically, there was an alleged uh, destruction of the London Bridge at the hands of Olaf II of Norway sometime in the early thousands. Um, alleged because some historians don't believe that attack ever took place to begin with. The song's popularity around the world is often cited as further proof that it was the Vikings who created it, believing that they brought the tune to the many places they traveled. Oh, and the child sacrifice thing, that's an idea that is also often debated. There's no, archeologi no archaeological evidence to support it, but the theory goes that in order to keep London Bridge upright, its builders believe that it must be built on a foundation of human sacrifice and that those humans, mostly children, would help to watch over the bridge and maintain its sturdiness. So, like, you got some Great Wall of China stuff going on there. <laughs> that's that's insane. Oh. oh, no. That's insane. What about Mary Mary, quite contrary? Do you know that one? This is another one that I know of, but I don't know the rhyme. Oh, uh, well, I, I knew this one. I've known this one since I was mm -hmm. little. I've known uh, this one, too. Mary, Mary, quite contrary, how does your garden grow with silver bells and cockle shells and pretty maids all in a row? In a row. So this, this nursery rhyme is actually a recounting of uh, crazy old Queen Mary I of England, a.k.a. Bloody Mary. Oh. Yeah, so she was um, a stout believer in Catholicism, and her reign was marked by the execution of hundreds of Protestants. And so the silver bells and cockle shells are not actually like garden flowers. They are torture devices. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess as she would uh, torture and kill those Protestants, I, I guess her garden was growing. <laughs> her collection was growing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess she was quite contrary. She I guess she was. Did she killed a whole lot of people. How many people did she kill? I don't know. It was a lot. An untold number. Is it an untold number? I guess. Right oh. now it is until we look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm look it up. Look it up. And so I've also got Here We Go Round the Mulberry Bush. You know that one? Here yes. we go round the mulberry bush. Yes. Early in the morning. Yeah, that one. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, you know, often sung as as a children's song. But according to historian R.S. Duncan, a former governor of England's Wakefield prison, the song originated with that prison because the female prisoners were taken out and exercised 
around the mulberry tree. That's what they did for exercise. So they would go, here we go around the mulberry bush. That's weird. They would just go around and around. Huh. Yeah. That's weird. So kids, you're singing a prison song. What about the ashes part? Oh, that's Ring Around the Roses. Oh, that's Ring Around the Roses. I'm I'm confusing the (laughs) History told by idiots. (laughs) This episode sponsored by History Told by Idiots. Also, I'm very tired. The only thing that's keeping me alive is an energy drink. (laughs) Not a sponsor. And donuts. And donuts. And donuts. Uh... I'll just go ahead and get the white elephant out of the room and uh, talk about the politically correct Baba Black Sheep. Oh, no. Yeah. Which is not what you think it is. <laughs> uh, oh, no, it's not. Yeah. But the what people like to think what it is. What people like to think it is. And uh, it really, Baba Black Sheep is about a, a great custom tax on wool that was introduced in 1275. Um, and then I'm not going to get into the the specifics of why. I mean, you could use your imaginations if you've not already heard why Baba Black Sheep is. But just know that this was not about racism or nothing like that. It was actually about a custom tax on wool in the early or the latter part of the 12th century, 1200s. So, which would be the because when you were taxed, the wool was taxed. You had to give. So much of it to the king, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Mm. Like, it was a politically debated, uh, to like, yeah. in the 20th century, schools banned it. Yeah, like, it, it was a, they debated it once in, like, the 70s. Yeah. And um, a lot of schools banned it or just or changed the wording. And then, uh, then it came about again, uh, like, in the turning of the 21st century mm-hmm. and everything. And, like... I forget where the source is that came for this, but like it's a widely recognized thing now that they changed black to rainbow. Yeah, it's Baba Rainbow Rainbow yeah. Sheep now. It's so. it's kind of weird. I found out uh, uh, Bloody Mary's body count. Oh, okay. Turns out it was only like three hundred, but it oh. happened in such a short span that they uh, that people recognize that widely. Her dad killed like thirty seven thousand people. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about three blind mice? I was actually getting ready to... Well, tell me about it. Well, no, you go ahead. Well, I mean, three blind mice. So <laughs> we all kind of... Uh, <laughs> we know we know that song. Uh, three blind mice, three blind... See how they run, see how they run. Uh, I don't remember exact words. Something about cutting off their tails with a carving knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway... Um, in this song, the three blonde moss, here we go back to Mary the first again. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in reference to three noblemen who adhered to their Protestant faith during the reign of Bloody Mary. And like we said, she was a devout Catholic and had hundreds of Protestants killed. So, um, they were convicted against plotting against her and, her is represented by the the farmer's wife, you know, in, mm-hmm. in the ROM. But to be fair, she didn't really have them dismembered and blonded like, you know, the ROM says. But she did have them burnt at the stake. Yes. So, yeah. Here's another one that I didn't know nothing of. One called Seesaw Marjorie Daw. Have you heard of this one? No. no. 
Seesaw, Marjorie Dahl, Johnny shall have a new master. He shall earn but a penny a day because he can't work any faster. And what this is referring to is, is um, in the Victorian era, era, children who had to live on minor work for pittance. And what this was, was the richer children would use this towards the lower class children. Um, it relates to the matter of child labor is what it is, implying that their families didn't earn enough money and were destined for the workhouses. Hmm. Oh, so. Hmm. Have you ever heard this one? Lucy Lockett lost her pocket and Kitty Fisher found it. Not a penny was there in it, only a ribbon round it. Okay. Have you heard that one before? No. Well, I hadn't either, but the explanation of this is kind of hilarious. So... Lucy and Kitty were actually real people in the 18th century. Uh, Lucy Lockett was a barmaid and part-time prostitute. So here we go back to prostitution again. When one of her wealthy lovers, which is the pocket, she lost her pocket, okay? Whenever he lost all of his money, she kind of just dropped him. And her rival, Kitty Fisher, kind of took up with him Despite the fact that he was now poor, that's what it means when it says not a penny was in mm. the pocket, mm -hmm. meaning the man. And apparently this quarrel that ensued between these two ladies was so well known that this this rhyme came about from it. And um, as Kitty taunted Lucy for dropping her lover... Kitty claimed that she had found a ribbon around him, a serious job at Lucy... Because prostitutes at that time kept their money tied around their thigh with a ribbon. Huh. So, there you go. Huh. I had never heard that rhyme before, ever. Why is it that all these nursery rhymes are based on death and prostitution? I know, right? Things were grim in the <laughs> 18th, about 19th century. <laughs> <laughs> death, prostitution, and the devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What about Humpty Dumpty? I enjoyed the back, I enjoyed the backstory to Humpty Dumpty. Is that about King Henry the Fourteenth? Fourteenth. No. Like it's not a literal egg. Yeah, it's that, not. It I never know, was. What, it never yeah. was about an egg. Actually, I thought it was about King Henry the Fourteenth. It, it is about King Henry of uh, Army. His army, right? Mm, it's about. Um, King Charles the First. Oh, army. oh, wow! We were centuries apart there. Yeah, we were. Yeah. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty was actually a cannon, guys. A cannon. Oh, yeah. Uh, the it most was feared used cannon. to gain control over the city of Colchester during the the English Civil War. So once they took over Colchester, the cannon sat on a church tower until. Cannonballs were fired upon it. It destroyed the tower and sent Humpty Dumpty into the marshland below it. And although they got it back, it was beyond repair. So the full rhyme is not just Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. It's in 1648 when England suffered pains of state, the roundheads laid siege to Colchester Town where the king's men still fought for the crown. There, one-eyed Thompson stood on the wall, a gunner with the deadliest aim of all. From St. Mary's Tower, the cannon he fired, Humpty Dumpty was his name. 
Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. And all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty together again. Huh. huh. The, the, uh, the one-eyed Thompson thing. Like, if you, any, if you ever play, like, any kind of 18th century-based games or anything like that, you ever notice that there's always a one-eyed gunner on top of a wall? Huh. almost every one of them you have one the one that comes to mind for me is uh the fable games all three of them yep that's That's the truth all three of them have one eye gunner when you said that just then i was thinking i was like well now where have i heard that from (laughs) yeah there that is it's true the whole thing about humpty dumpty being an egg um so when lewis carroll did through the looking glass um, Alice talks to Humpty Dumpty on a wall, and mm-hmm. the illustrator apparently just on a whim decided to make him egg shaped. Oh. That's where the the kind of myth about Humpty Dumpty being an egg came from. Neat. Lewis Carroll. Lewis Carroll's LSD uh, trips down. Then Lewis down Carroll down. illustrate the original Alice in Wonderland book. He was the author. I know he was the author, but didn't he also illustrate some of it? I don't know. Probably. I'm going to look it up. Look it up. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. And though, <laughs> but I would say, on to adultery we go. Oh. Probably the most famous of all nursery rhymes, Jack and Jill. Can't believe no one's mentioned this yet in the 30, 40 minutes that we've been talking. Uh, of course, the rhyme goes, Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack, Jack fell down and broke his crown. crown and Jill, Jill came, came tumbling, tumbling after, after. Uh, the small English town of Clemmerstone uh, Clim- claims that this is about a co- couple in 1697 who used to sneak up a hill for some hanky-panky. Ooh. Long story short, Jill gets pregnant, J- uh, Jack dies from falling on a rock and caves in his skull. He didn't break a literal crown. Uh, and Jill then dies from childbirth. <laughs> wow. Uh, John Tenniel. Oh. Yeah. Either way, they both was tripping on LSD. Or, oh yeah, or, absolutely. Or well, the thing about it was is that like they had significant talks. Like Lewis was very uh, blunt about what he wanted to, uh, illustrated. What yep. about it's raining, it's pouring, the old man is snoring. Oh. He oh. went to bed and what? Bumped his head. Bumped his head and couldn't get up in the morning. So he didn't just like stay in bed because he bumped his head. Like he he died. He did. He was dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My notes say children of the mid twentieth century used to amuse themselves on rainy days by imagining the deaths of the elderly. What? <laughs> and putting their fantasy to a jaunty tune. <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, people say that millennials are messed up. <laughs> Uh, we didn't talk about Ring Around the Roses, did we? Talk about that. Oh. that, that That's probably the most famous one of all that everybody knows about Ring Around the Roses. Pocket Ring full of around roses. the roses, pocket full of uh, roses. I heard, I, I was, I've read conflicting things because most scholars say, yeah, it is about the bubonic plague, but then some of them's like, no, it's not. It's about this, blah, 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 blah. But I think it is about the bubonic plague. Well, uh, the... The first theory that I'd heard about it before was, like, a lot of people like to say that it was, like, the Holocaust. But it goes way back before oh, the Holocaust. Yeah. Way back before way the Holocaust. Back. <laughs> yeah. 
But I mean, it referred to. I mean, it refers to um, circle in a rose bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sentence of the plague were a rosy red rash in the shape of a ring on the skin, and another was sneezing. Mm-hmm. People filled pockets and pouches with sweet smelling herbs, posies. Yeah, as they believed the disease was transmitted by bad smells. The plague was estimated, of course, to have killed between 75 to 200 million people in 1346. And, and obviously, uh, ashes, ashes, we all fall down is self-explanatory. Self-explanatory, yeah. yeah so. It's about to be bonnet plague. Argue with me, I don't care. Facebook. <laughs> History told by idiots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was an old woman who lived in a shoe. She had so many children, she didn't know what to do. So she gave them some broth without any bread, and she whipped them all soundly and put them to bed. I've known that rhyme mm-hmm. forever. But did you know that was there's... It, was it not on the library, your children's room? Wall? Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, a good was. portion of these were. Yeah. But the ending of the original version... Um, was a little different, uh-huh. uh, especially that of a Scottish version of the rhyme. So, the second verse. The second verse says, "When she came back, they were a lying dead. She went to the right to get them a coffin. When she came back, they were a lying laughing. She went up the stair to ring the bell. The bell rope broke, and down she fell." That's a little grim. A little grim, to say that's, the least. Yeah, that's straight Lovecraftian <laughs> <laughs> or Poe. I think it's more Poe than Lovecraftian. Or Slayer. <laughs> or Ghost. <laughs> I think it's more Ghost than anything. <laughs> Do you want to read about Eeper Weeper? That one's a fun one. Oh, it's a fun one. That's yeah, a fun one. because I had never, I'd never heard this nursery rhyme before, and it's creepy. Eeper Weeper is a real fun one. I was reading about it earlier. Eeper Weeper, Chimney Sweeper. Had a wife but couldn't keep her. Had another didn't love her. Up the chimney he did shove her. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's commonly believed that it is actually uh, that uh, Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater came from that. Yeah. <laughs> There's also some like speculation. Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater like. He was supposed to have been a man that killed his wife and hit her body yeah. in the garden in or the something. Garden. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy. Like, when when I was reading about this one earlier, like I couldn't find a whole lot about the background of that. So I'm just going to assume that, you know, wherever it originated from, they knew about this guy that was a chimney sweeper and uh, <laughs> <he> killed his <laughs> wife. That one stuffing people up in. Chimneys. <laughs> Which, like, that's like a basis for a lot of, like, older ghost stories and stuff that I've heard. Yeah. Like, you know, skeletons falling out of the chimney and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds very dead by daylightish. Yeah. <laughs> the last one that I've got wrote down is Sing a Song of Sixpence. Oh, that's yeah. a fun one. Sing a song of sixpence, a pocket full of rye, four and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie. When the pie was open, the birds began to sing. Wasn't that a dainty dish to sit to set before the king? Um, there are some political origins to that that I don't have written down. I don't know why I don't have them in my notes. But the rom first appears in in print, at least, in Tommy Thumb's Pretty Songbook published around 1744. 
but in the first appearance ever of this ROM, it was not four and twenty blackbirds that were baked into the pie. It was sing a song of sixpence, a pocket full of rye, four and twenty naughty boys baked into a pie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, you know how I knew that? And this is so weird because this, jol- this jolted a memory in my head. The Silent Hill 3 game for PlayStation 3 or 2 had a soundtrack that had a song that was based on that and it had the actual rhyme in it. Mm. Huh. It reminds me of Shakespeare's Titus Andronicus, yeah. which, if you've never read, is like it's, <laughs> it's supposedly have. like the worst Shakespearean work of all time and it's demented and twisted. And yeah. Go look up a synopsis of that. Yeah. The last one that I've got is a uh, Rockabye Baby. Uh, Rockabye Baby was first uh, first introduced around 1765, and one interpretation of this famous lullaby is, is about the son of King James II of England and Mary of Modena. Is Modena, 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 the Bucket People. <gasps> oh. What it comes full circle. <laughs> it comes full circle. The War of the Oaken Bucket. Holy crap. If you don't know what we're talking about... Listen to episode four. <laughs> yeah. Monina. I yeah. got so excited about that. Okay. It's widely believed that the boy was not their son at all, but a child who was brought into the birthing room and passed off as their own in order to ensure a Roman Catholic heir to the throne. <gasps> they stole him from the other kingdom. They stole him from... Oh, oh what was it? Well, I don't remember. Bologna. Bologna. Because I, I kept calling it Bologna. Holy crap! Holy crap! We just come up with conspiracies. <laughs> oh, history told by idiots. Now it's called history of conspiracies. <laughs> That's it. That has to be well, it. Some... I heard. Don't another... look at my house. <laughs> Get along. <laughs> my dog hates you. <laughs> I read another version of that too. Like another sort of possible explanation mm-hmm. was um, when the pilgrims came over. Um, a woman kind of remarked upon the fact that the Native American women would hang their um, their babies in baskets and let the wind kind of mm-hmm. sway them back and forth. Obviously not in the treetop, but the wind would kind of sway them back and forth. Yeah. So, yeah, I read that somewhere. Huh. In my librarian sort now of Now the only thing that I could think of is Colors endeavors. of the Wind from, from <laughs> Pocahontas. <sighs> Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? (laughs) That's where my brain goes. That's a whole other thing because... It really is a whole other thing. You know, because there for a while, Disney refused to accept her as a Disney princess because of racism. Yes. We should do an episode about all the historical things that Disney got wrong. Do we have time? (laughs) Do do we have... uh, Who's up for a four-hour podcast? <laughs> we can just do the down and dirty, <laughs> like Pocahontas. Like we could literally maybe get maybe get two movies in one episode. <laughs> I'm okay we, with that. We could actually do a podcast over Disney princesses. What entitles them to become a Disney princess? Do you debate this in your head a lot? No, nope, me and one of my buddies at work, we debate this all the time. And he's right. Well, I mean, it was a two-year-long argument, but he was right. 
So you often talk about Disney princesses with the big burly men that work with oh, you. Oh, absolutely. So, do you know any more creepy nursery rhyme history? Any, if you do, then... Any effed up nursery rhyme history? I'm still mind blown about the, the mod and the bologna thing. That came full circle. That came full circle. It really did. Now if we could just find a connection with whatever emo survived. <laughs> like there's a fuse on the back of my brain just short-circuiting right now. <laughs> now, if we, now if we look up stuff and it's talking about the emu empire. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but yeah, funnily enough, uh, the the emu episode is probably one of the lesser watched ones. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, I mean, none of them are watched, to be fair. Oh. Oh. Listen to episodes. <laughs> <sighs> it's been a long day <laughs> I know, I know, Precious I Well, I can't say anything I forgot that you were today or I would have stopped by saying Jordan was supposed to come visit me Ah, he ain't No Shout out to you, Jordan We loser. still miss you You loser Shout out to Legina Adams This uh, This topic was her idea Oh yeah, so, this was another fan Thank you Fan request yeah. Sorry that we just now remembered that. <laughs> so I, I would also like to say shout out to the cop that didn't pull me over this morning. Instead, just gave me the warning flash and let me go home to work. Because <laughs> I was doing like 90 <laughs> and a 55. <laughs> going on and a 55. That's a pop evil song. And he, he, just flipped, and he just flipped his lights and, like, hey, and buddy, then just drove on. Slow down. <laughs> I was like, okay, I got you, bub. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> He's breaking out the song. Yep. As soon as the Sky Podcast is over, we'll listen to Pop Evil. So, <laughs> so big episode 10 next week. Yes. Or what are we going to do? We're 10 episodes in. Yes. Oh, my God. We should do something special. Like what? <laughs> That is yet to be determined because I can't think under pressure. I can't either. Under pressure. That's that's how you tell when we're getting kind of loopy is when we all start breaking out in the song. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for joining us. If you know any more creepy nursery rhyme stuff, sound off in the, some comments somewhere on something. Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Instagram. Email. The Twitter. That's a good way to uh, to to segue. It's a good segue. What are our ads, Ty? Our ads are at History by Idiots on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also email us at historybyidiots at gmail.com. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, and tune in. And also directly on the Buzzsprout website, historybyidiots.buzzsprout.com. Buzzsprout. And if you like us enough... And want to hear more content? We uh, we do have a Patreon account, mm-hmm. and that would be that would be patreon.com slash history by idiots. So, yeah, episode nine in the books. <laughs> 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 All right, love history, love your library, and love yourself. <laughs> <laughs>